0: Welcome to Present Truth Broadcast with Pastor Maxwell O'Gaga, brought to you by Present Truth Ministry, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. Father, thank you tonight, because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive and to get our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. So we are studying 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's go, let's go there now, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And we're able to establish on Sunday that uh, Paul writing, that is God speaking to us through the ministry of Paul, says that he doesn't want us to be ignorant. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now, if he says, I do not want you to be ignorant, it shows that it is possible to be ignorant. But he says, I don't want you to be in that state. And like I said, how many times have we heard sermons being taught on the gifts of the Spirit? Now, he goes on to say, you know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however, you were led. Observe the word led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4 There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. So, I, I, I said I want you to observe the word spirit there. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. I want you to observe the word Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who walks all in all. It is the same God who walks all in all. I like to read that verse from the Amplified Version. That is verse now. Now, uh, uh, if you read the Amplified Version in verse 3, it says, therefore, I want you to know that no one's speaking by the power and the influence of the Spirit. I want you to know those two words, power and influence. The power and influence of the Spirit can say, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is my Lord, except by the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. That's the Amplified now there are distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts, special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in the believer. That's what I like about the, 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 the amplified version, verse four. It says, "Special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating what in the believer." Verse 5, and there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service, but it is the same Lord. Verse 6, and there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God. Now, now this is, this is what I want you to pick from the, the, the Amplified. It is the same God who produces all things in all believers. So I want you to observe the word all believers, if you use the Amplified version. Inspiring energizing, and empowering them. So I want you to, to note those two words. Inspiring, empowering, and energizing. Inspiring, empowering, and energizing. Praise God. I said praise God. All right, let's get back to the New King James Version. Okay. So the, it goes on to say... Uh, And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Now, we're going to build around verse 7 today. It says, but the manifestation, okay, of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit. Like I said before, the the word, the profit of all is in Italics. So, three words I want you to note there, three Greek words I want you to note there, which are the three key words that makes us to understand that, that um, particular verse 7 is the word manifestation. The manifestation of the Spirit, or the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So, we have manifestation, we have each one or every man, and then we have profit, Okay, So we have manifestation, which is the Greek word phanerosis. It means to express. It means to express. So we have the manifestation of the spirit is given to how many people? To how many people? To each one. So we have manifestation, which is very important. Then we have each one. Then we have prophets. Now, these are the three key words in verse 7. The word manifestation means expression. Now, it is possible to have the Holy Spirit within you, but there is no expression given to it. Praise God. It's possible that the Holy Ghost is in you, but if you don't know, there will be not that expression. So, the first word there is phanerosis. It means expression. The manifestation, for something to be manifested, to come out in the open, is given to each one. Hekastos, that's the Greek word, each one, every believer, everyone. Now, it is very important, because that's the foundation of tonight's teaching, to understand that every believer has the the gifts of the Spirit in them. That this is not just for pastors. And then the last word is that it is given for what? For our profit. So, pharaoh, which is advantage. Advantage. That means the gift of the Holy Spirit, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, are, are for our advantage. It is for our profiting. That means when the Holy Spirit, these gifts are in you, it is to your advantage. So, if you don't use them, if you don't put them to work, then there is no profit in them. It is not just for us to build a great church. These gifts will save your family, will save you from death, will save your children. Praise God. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, the walking of miracles, will get the sick healed. So it's very important for us to understand that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. I I, I want you to observe that word. Each one. It is not just given to your pastor. It is not just given to the pastor you respect. It is not just given to your favorite Bible teacher. The manifestation of the Holy Ghost is given for your profiting. The gifts of the Spirit are resident in you for your profiting, for your advantage. Praise God. I said praise God. So we must have that mindset, first of all, that when we start teaching explicitly on this gift, we are talking about things that are in you already. Not things you're going to have. There are things that are in you. And that's, that's, that's something I want us to build on. Let's go to uh Something in in Acts chapter nineteen, something that happened in Acts nineteen, and I will come back here because I believe that it is possible for the Holy Spirit to be in a believer, and is not giving expression. So sometimes people feel, oh, well, why do we talk about people getting filled in the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues and praying in the Holy Ghost and all that? I already have the Holy Ghost in me. Yes, it's possible to have the Holy Ghost in you, but it is not not manifested. It's not giving expression. You see, you can only give expression to what you have already. Am I right? So if the Holy Spirit is not in you, of course, there's nothing to give expression to. Now, one of the things I want to help you to understand this evening is that those gifts are already on your inside. You don't, even, you don't even need to try to receive them again. They are already there. But the key is learning how to give manifestation or expression to it. Now, Acts chapter 19. Let's read from verse 1, and we're going to stop at verse 6. Acts chapter 19 from verse 1 to 6. And it happened, while Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, observe that, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. <laughs> Verse 3 And he said, Into then were you baptized? So they said, Into John's baptism. What was John's baptism? John's baptism was the baptism of repentance. Praise God. Calling them to repentance. Now, look at what he said, verse 4. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is Jesus on Christ. That is Christ, on Christ Jesus, sorry. Verse 5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So Paul came, and uh, sorry, uh, John came and taught them, you know, the message of John the Baptist, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent for your sins and all that. And so they heard that message and then they were baptized. Now, this tells us also very importantly that a believer is restricted by the teachings he has access to. That you cannot believe what you have not heard. And so if you're a child of God, it's important. You see, I, 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 I want to explain this, and I, I I'm a bit careful when I say this, but I want to explain this. You can't listen to everybody because I, I have, I, I, sometimes I talk to believers and they try to make it sense sound like humility, you know. We can listen to everybody. Even a fool has a lesson to teach. You can also learn from a madman. Anybody can teach me something. I, I have a problem if you can learn from anybody. There are wise people to learn from, so why learn from a fool? You can make a decision. Like, listen, I'm going to be careful about what I learn. Because sometimes when you have so many information, you are literally confused, right, as per, so what is the truth? So sometimes in the name of unity, we allow people just to preach and everybody's saying they're the same, saying whatever they feel the Bible is saying. And you are limited by who you listen to. You are limited by the revelation of a man you listen to. So here we find that these disciples, they were disciples of Christ, but they were limited. Praise God. Now, I was, I was watching, I was listening to a man uh, a couple of years ago. I've stopped listening to him. I was listening to him, very strong in the miraculous, very strong. And one day, a miracle happened in his ministry, and he said something. He said, this is miracles. This is not humanities. This is not about correct Bible interpretation. This is raw power. You know, and everybody was shouting. But that statement just turned me off. Like, I can't understand why you will say, well, this is power. This is not about correct Bible interpretation. It shows me where your value system is. It shows me where your value system is. And I have a problem if you do not respect what the Bible says. Because a day will come where you will be confronted with the truth of the Bible, and you will not want to accept because you feel it's all about the miracles. That is foundational. Praise God. Praise God. Because I've sat sometimes with ministers and with pastors or with brethren, and I've opened the scripture and I say, this is what the word of God says. And I mean, it's almost like they're arguing. No, no, I know, but... No, listen, the word of God is our final authority. Praise God. It doesn't... We don't test truths by results. We test truths by truth. Praise God. Sometimes some truths will not bring results. They just make you know that they will not bring results. Praise God. You just know them. Praise God. Okay, let's go. So, let's see what happened to to them here. Verse 4. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Verse 5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now, the men were about 12 in all. So, these were 12 men who have heard the baptism of John. They were disciples. They were born again. The Holy Ghost was upon them already. But Paul laid hands on them. And the Bible says they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. Now, this is where I'm going. Immediately, Paul laid hands on them. Actually, what happened here was Paul activated the holy ghost that was already in them and what happened they experienced a manifestation of two of the gifts what was the, the gift they experienced tongues and what and prophecy they didn't have to go through a class like this what happened there was that by paul teaching them or by paul by them having an encounter with paul paul helped them to yield to the holy ghost Praise God. That's why even if you're a believer for instance and we have Holy Ghost meetings, we can lay hands on you and the Holy Ghost will fill you more. It doesn't mean that you did not have the Holy Ghost. It just means that you will filled the more. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay. Let's see how this works out in the life of Jesus. Go with me to John chapter 20. John chapter 20 and verse 22. John 20:22. 20, this was talking about Jesus and the disciples. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So Jesus breathed on the disciples and told them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Go to Luke 24 49. Luke 24 49. Jesus now said to them in Luke 24 49, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. But he had already told them that he would receive the Holy Ghost when he breathed on them. Now go to Acts chapter 1 verse 4. Acts chapter 1 verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 2 to 4. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were seated. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and and one sat upon each of them. Look at what happened in verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, the question is, in John chapter 20, what happened? They received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was already in them. The gifts was already in them. But this fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost was more like an activation. Was more was more like getting them baptized so that they can begin to do what to express and to manifest the gift that is already on the inside of them why am i saying this because it's possible that the holy ghost is in you and you're not seeing any of this gift manifested what you need is a fresh baptism of the spirit now what is what exactly is that fresh baptism of the holy spirit it's about the holy spirit empowering you and you yielding yourself to the ministry of the holy spirit so that these gifts can be manifested now see the results of this baptism verse four and they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak with tongues as what as what as the spirit gave them what utterance so you realize that every time there was a fresh infilling of the holy ghost there was a manifestation we saw that in the life of Paul. When Paul laid hands on them, they began to speak in tongues. So people have issues about tongues. Maybe we we'll spend time to talk about it. But the truth of the matter is that if you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit saturating in you, he will give you utterance. He will give you utterance. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, uh, what is the, the Holy Spirit comes, comes or lives in us when we get born again. I want to show you something. In John 14, verse 16, and I'll show you two things the Holy Spirit does for us, and then we'll move on. Uh, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, so the Holy Spirit, you know, in John 14, 16, I want to show you this now. John 14, 16, go to John 14, 16. I just want you to be very convinced that the Holy Ghost is in you and the gifts are there. And I will pray the father and he will give you another, another helper that he may abide with you for how long? For how long? Okay. Because <laughs> I know I, I got into problems when I to, told people that he should not invite the Holy Spirit. The word (laughs) here is alos. It will will abide with you forever. The key word here is abide. What does abide mean? To live in you. To dwell. To stay. To reside. Now, this is the key word I want you to note. Another. The word is alos. The Greek word is alos. The word alos means... Another of the very same kind. That's important. Now, this is where sometimes people get their doctrine of Trinity messed up. <laughs> you know, they say God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit—three gods in one. You know, we we all say that from from from. Um, from like the hymns we grew up with, and then you even hear some people pray, especially when they want to dedicate a building, I, or they want to I dedicate this in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Now, sometimes it's, a, it's confusing. Three gods in one, one God in three. What exactly it is? It's very simple. The scripture says here, oh Israel, the Lord your God is but one God. It's one God in three different manifestations. God manifested to the Jews as God the Father. In, 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 in the Old Testament, coming out of the wilderness into the area of Jesus, he manifested as God the Son, Jesus. And in our day and in our age, is manifesting as God the Holy Spirit. It's like, for instance, I'm Maxwell, I'm one man, but to my wife, I'm her husband. To my son, I'm his father. Right? To you, <laughs> who am I now? <laughs> You're a boy. No, I'm your pastor. Now, does that make me three? No, I'm not, I'm not three. I'm one, but I have different what? Manifestations or what? Or expressions. Now, this is important. Because he says, I'm going to send you another. Now, when he says another, Jesus wasn't saying, I'm going to send you something else. The word another in the Greek is alos. It's, it's, it's another of the very same kind. Meaning that actually there is no difference between Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Selah. Think deeply. Now, this is what I'm, this is what I'm driving at. The Jesus have all the gifts of the Spirit walking through him yes or no right, if you say no you should just go go home yes jesus had right come on now come on yes. jesus had it right yes. now if jesus said i'm going to send you another of the same kind that will abide with you forever if the gifts of the spirit are not with that another of the same kind does it really make sense no it means that the same gift that we're functioning in Jesus are going to be locked up in the Holy Spirit. And by the time the Holy Spirit comes in us, he's going to bring everything that Jesus, brought, that Jesus had. Okay? <laughs> Do you get it? So, It's not like you're going to get the gifts. They are already in you. When you receive the Holy Spirit, it came with him. Now, I'll show you something. Go to Galatians chapter 5. Now, we're going to do something here. Now, this is what I I wanted to do with this board. Uh, This is a big H, right? To signify the Holy Spirit. Right? So, let's take this leg here as the gifts. Then let's take this leg here as the fruits. Now, this is the big H, the big Holy Ghost. Alright? Okay. Now, when you when you got born again, what happened? You see, without you receiving the Holy Spirit, because this is where. Now I want you to please just pay attention, right? This is where a lot of maybe the orthodox and the charismatic people different when you go to some orthodox church and they don't pray loud in tongues this is their this is their basis that listen you don't need to pray in tongues to show that you are filled with the holy ghost are they correct yes they are but you know praying in tongues is a manifestation of the holy spirit is an expression it's giving the holy spirit what an expression so it doesn't mean that the 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 guy out there who doesn't pray in tongues does not have the Holy Spirit. I, I want you to really understand it. Because some of, I know some of you don't, don't speak in tongues. But you are full of the Holy Ghost. Now the point is, why do you speak in tongues? It is an expression. It's a prayer language. And then the truth of the matter is that sometimes that Visible charismatic expression of the gift of the Holy Spirit emboldens you to manifest the gifts. Now the reason I'm the reason I did this is this. If we have the Holy Ghost, now go to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Go with me to verse 22. Now, this is very important because sometimes you see when you see certain people manifesting the gifts of the Holy Spirit, what they have just done is that they have been able to open themselves up to what to more expression of the Holy Spirit. Now, Galatians five twenty two. Are you there? Say Amen if you're there. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Now, the question I want to ask you is, when you get born again, do, are these fruits in you? It's not a trick question. It's very simple. Don't know. You can't fail. Are these fruits in you? Okay. But you know, some of you don't have self-control, right? Okay, I say some of us. You know, some of us don't have self-control. Even if we get angry right now as I'm preaching, we are ready to scatter this church. Like, why will pastors say that? I mean, that is even getting you angry. How will he say, you know? So why is it that you are not exercising self-control? You haven't yielded enough for self-control to overpower your home training. It doesn't mean that one day God is going to give you self-control. It's in you already. So what you do is you have to yield. Now, let's go up. You understand now? Now, look at this. Let's go down. Verse 24. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passion and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another one So Paul was trying to say, listen, if you walk in the spirit, that means give expression to these fruits that are already where in you. So for instance, somebody gets you angry and you say, no, in the name of Jesus, the love of God is at work in my heart. I, I'm, I'm rooted and grounded in God's love. What's happening? You are giving expression to the love work. Right. Say yes. Okay. Now, What it means... Now, this is where I'm going. You cannot have the fruits of the Spirit and not have the gifts of the Spirit. Because it is the same Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit came into your life, the big H, the fruits are there, the gifts are there. The question is, are you giving expression to them? Are you yielding enough? Because nobody can say, Jesus is Lord... Except by the Spirit. That's what we read, right? First Corinthians 12. So, Paul was trying to say, essentially, you cannot even accept the Lord Jesus Christ if the Holy Spirit is not energizing you. Now, if the Holy Spirit is energizing you, it simply means that the gifts are already there. So, we've got how many now? Nine gifts of the Spirit, nine fruit of the Spirit, and nine gifts of the Spirit. It's called the big 18. Now, let's go to uh... Romans 8.16. Foundational. Romans 8.16. Because it's, it's interesting if we start learning about the gift. But it's important for you to know that when we start learning about the gift, we're just teaching what is on your inside. I said Romans chapter 8, verse what? Verse 16. Are you there? Say amen if you're there. Okay. Now, can we go up a bit? Let's go up a bit. Let's read uh, verse. Verse 12, therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, not, we, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. So you see Paul speaking of the Romans. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Remember what Paul said in verse 2 about being led by dumb idols? Now go to verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Now, this is very important because sometimes in manifesting the gifts of the spirit, one of the things that hinder us is fear. Fear. Two things that makes you not to manifest the gifts of the spirit is fear and pride. And then don't think, as we start talking about the gifts, we're going to work on them. Sometimes, the gift does not always manifest in very dramatic fashions. Because that's where some of us are confused. Right? So for, for some of us, if the gift wants to manifest, then people are going to scream, people are going to shout, then we know that the power of the Holy Ghost is there. No. Sometimes the word of wisdom will just come in, in, in form of simple counsel. Sometimes the word of knowledge will come as an impression. Praise God. Are, are we still here? Okay. Now, verse what now? Verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage, again, to fear. But you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, what? Abba, Father. So, it tells us here that we have received it. We've received the big age. It comes with its fruits, and it comes with its gifts. Now, look at what it says now. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So, one of the functions of the Holy Ghost on your inside is to bear witness that you're a child of God. So, to bear witness that, listen, you belong to God now look at what it says here and if we ch- if children then heirs heirs of god and join heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him then we might also be glorified with him so if we're joined as with him it, it means that what christ possesses is what we also possess are, are you still here so there's no way christ to possess all the gifts of the spirit working in him and we don't have it and we still say we are joined heirs. there's no way so actually, the gifts of the Spirit are in you. You see, but one thing you must understand is that even if the gifts of the Spirit are in you, you can choose to be a carnal Christian who works like the gifts are not there. That's where the difference comes. Yielding yourself. And like I was trying to tell you, these things are needed in your workplace. You can sit down with someone and they are talking and you just discern in your heart that this guy is a liar. For young people... Going into a relationship, man, you need all the nine working together. You just see this guy, very nice guy. The poems are coming. The chocolates are coming. He takes you to buy ice cream. You know, those things can blind your spiritual senses. Sometimes you just say, let's, let me just pray. You say, oh, there's nothing to pray about. You say, let's pray. And then you pray. Everything is right. His village is right. His money is right. His job is right. Tall, dog is it tall, dark now? Tall, dark, handsome, not dark. Tall, dark, handsome, chocolate, brown bread. Guy is all set. Has spent his life in the gym, training his muscles. He's the perfect guy. But something about the desirement of spirit tells you this guy is not straightforward. And you can't find it. There's nothing to find it. But you know, sometimes we ignore those impressions. Bam, you dash into the marriage. Ten years down the line, it's called you married a fraudster that the whole world is looking for. Praise God. Are you still here? So the gift of the Spirit necessarily is to your advantage. So you know, sometimes you can just download these things from the internet. Compatibility test. Uh, He's choleric. I'm melancholy. He talks. I don't like to talk. He's sanguine. I'm... What's the next one? What? Flag look at them you see the (laughs) see the singles association in the church look at them see all the married people are just calm because they are in already (laughs) singles association okay calm down this flag i'm choleric i'm sanguine he's melancholy he doesn't like to talk i like to talk he doesn't eat i eat he doesn't sleep i sleep and then okay we match the devil can match you up like that you can have a non-talking devil non-sleeping devil do you understand what i'm saying you need the gifts of the spirit praise god and maybe this guy comes like me when i met my wife nothing to write home about i mean property wise no tv no money nothing but with a big vision you need the gifts of the spirit to tell you that this guy is going to be the pastor of kdcc he will be a good guy follow him but it's going to take 20 years praise god so when your whole family say you can't go with this guy, he doesn't have a future. You, you know, they see his slippers, but you, you see his dream. All right? And not because he's a motivational speaker. You understand what I'm saying? Not because they are saying in 10 years, I'm going to own the world. In 15 years, I'm going to be the president. No, 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 no. no. Just by the spirit. You just know. And then, so you, by design of spirit, you know this who I should marry. By the word of wisdom, you know your wedding should not be too expensive. By the gift of faith, you know that things will be tough, but you will survive. Then by the working of miracles, you break the yoke of poverty over his life. So in that, that marriage project, you are going to use, need at least four gifts <laughs> to work. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, now, we might laugh about it, but that's why the Holy Ghost is in you. That is why you are not a, how do they call them now, slay queens, Right? That's why you're not just marrying for what the person has. Why am I talking about marriage this night? Now, this is the gift of the spirit at work now. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you just understand that you are no longer judging by your senses. And nobody can understand. But it's the gift of God at work in you. So, the Holy Ghost gives it to you. Many years down the line, you just realize. You know, sometimes we look back to that and say, what was in our head that we got married? Like, who whoever does that, you just discover that actually it was the gift of faith at work. So these things are not just for church. Are you following what I'm saying? You might be a businessman and everybody say, this is not going to work. But the gift of faith rises up in your heart and the working of miracles rises up in you. You put those two gifts together and build a business that nobody thought will ever be able, able to succeed. In a nation that nobody thought will be able to succeed. When... when um, when uh, Isaac wanted to go to Egypt, God says, don't go. Farm in this land. And the guy farmed in this land, the scripture say he reaped a hundredfold return. How many of you know that he would have used some of the gifts of the spirit? The gift of faith. Praise God. Sometimes when situations overwhelm you, what happens? You kick into the gift of prophecy. You begin to speak words about your future. Instead of saying, ah, we are dead. Ah, I'm finished. Hey, this life. Why did they give birth to me? No, you begin to prophesy God's word. Praise god it is to your what to your advantage so the first thing is that the holy spirit bears witness that we are the sons of god that's the first ministry of the holy ghost the next one uh, ephesians 1 13 are you still here i said are you still here ephesians 1 13 say amen if you're here all right let's go to ephesians 1 13 thank you lord jesus Praise God. Now, I I just want to say this because, you know, sometimes people can take your message to the the other end. Uh, I I just need to also bring a balance here. If you are going to get married to someone, only you cannot be convinced. Okay? So you don't also use that spiritual uh, uh, charismatic thing to bully people and say, the Lord has shown me. If the Lord has shown you, the Lord can still show the other person. Is that Okay? So you, 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 can't, you can't just come and say, the Lord has spoken to me. No, the Lord needs to speak to both of you because you're not the only one getting married. Are you following what I'm saying? So sometimes you have to allow God also work in others because the spirit in you must also be as witness in the other person that... <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Ephesians 1.13. Maybe I should do a relationship seminar. In him... You also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of salvation. In whom also, having believed, look at this, having believed, you heard the gospel of salvation. Having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So, when a man gets born again and believes the gospel, immediately he is sealed with the Holy Ghost. Look at what it says in verse 14. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise and glory of his name? So I've shown you two things to show that you have the Holy Spirit immediately when you get born again. Number one, it is the Holy Spirit that bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. Number two, immediately you get born again, the Holy Spirit seals you. It is like the deposit, the guarantee that you are God's child until the redemption of your body. So, why did I show you these two scriptures? These two scriptures are key scriptures to show you that the Holy Spirit is residing in you already. And if the big H is residing in you already, it means that the fruits of the Spirit are there. And it also means that what? The gifts of the Spirit is in you. Praise God. So you have these two things in you, resident in you already. Okay. So now let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. Or let's go back to 1 Corinthians, refresh our mind with that, and then we have five more minutes. Let's do two scriptures. Go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. Refresh our mind and then we go to Ephesians. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. But the manifestation, the expression, the phanerosis of the spirit is given to how many people? How many people? All or what? Each one. The, the, the Greek rendering actually is each one. That's, that's more of a better translation. For the profit or for the profit of all. Now go with me to uh, You know, First Corinthians 6:19. Let's, let's do 1 Corinthians 6:19. Let's go back to First Corinthians 6:19. First Corinthians 6:19. What does it say? 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is where? In you. Say that loud and clear. Who is where? In you. in you. Whom you have from God. Did you see that? He says your body right now, as you're seated there, it says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Who is in you whom you have from God? Is God? Go to 1 Corinthians 3:16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16. Look at this. He says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God? And that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, can you see that in First Corinthians 3 16, the Bible says the Spirit of God dwells in you, and then in First Corinthians chapter 6, it says the Holy Spirit, whom God gave. Saying the same thing, just to establish that the Holy Ghost is in you, and if he's in you, he came with the gifts and the fruits. Now let's go to Ephesians 4 7. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. 1 Peter four ten. And as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Verse eleven. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as as with the ability which God supplies. That in all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Go back to verse 10, and we'll wrap up there. Verse 10. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. So you realize that every one of us seated here tonight has got the gifts. The Holy Spirit is in us, and is come with the fruits and the gifts. And all we need to do is to do what? To learn how to yield to the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Praise God. The challenge we have sometimes, and we talked about the divisions of the gift. We'll do that on Sunday before we build up. I want to wrap up here because my time is up. But you see, the challenge we, we have is that we have a set mind in our mind that, okay, this is the way the gift manifests, Or, you know, that brother is very spiritual, so the gifts are in him. But me, no, 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 no. God has not given me. No, it's the big H. The Holy Ghost is in you already. The gifts are there. The fruits are there. you now not just learn how to yield to them. Praise the name of the Lord. Sometimes you discover that there are times... Now, what happens is that if you're a man of the Spirit, you spend more time praying in tongues, you spend more time fellowshipping, studying the Word, listening to messages, what's going to happen? You're going to find out that it's easy for you to yield to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And I'll give you an example. For instance, sometimes I teach, and I'm teaching like I just mentioned about marriage. I mean, it's not in my notes. But just realize that sometimes I'm teaching and then the Holy Ghost makes me to give an example or gives a, a word of not, or gives an example or say something or for some few minutes emphasize a certain truth. You realize that there's someone in the congregation that to that person, that's a word of knowledge. Praise God. So I didn't need to come and say, uh, you know, the, 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 most of the challenges we're having is somehow is the drama we are putting around everything. You know, somebody wants to prophesy, and like, oh, okay, God, yes, sir, yes, sir, okay, okay. And in your mind, you're like, how will I hear God like that? You know, you hear somebody say, as I'm talking to you, God is talking to me. And then, so it puts it in a very mystified way. And you are feeling like, I can never go to the point where God... I mean, I'll tell you something. I've been in meetings where I've given words of knowledge. Sometimes I just have an impression, like the Sunday before this, before I traveled, I just felt an impression, oh, there's a baby here with... Pain in the nose. You know, I didn't say, oh, hold on, hold on, pause, stop the music. God is speaking. He it say, it says the spirit that is in us is so we can cry, Abba, Father. Are you following what I'm saying? Some of you have even walked in these gifts. You didn't know that it was the gift of the spirit walking. Somebody just came to you. I'm having this issue. I'm having that. I just say, okay, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. I'm not talking about natural counsel now. And you just gave the counsel. And the person applied, and the problem went off. Maybe that's the word of wisdom at work. But you didn't know. Praise the name of the Lord. So the functioning of the gift of the Spirit every time, is not it doesn't have to be dramatic. Sometimes it can, but it doesn't have to. Are, are you following what I'm saying? And if we will grow in this gift, you see that we'll minister to one another. As you are talking to your brother, the gifts are just flowing. And before you know, we will edify ourselves and build ourselves up. That is why a believer must not be a talkative. You must, you must be calm to allow the gifts go through you. Praise God. It's not that somebody comes to you for counseling. Before he's finished, not don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I know where the problem is. That is how one of my uncle know you've missed it. You've missed it. Sometimes it's okay to tell people I've heard what you say give me some time to pray about them. And what are you doing? You're yielding yourself to the gifts of the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we just activate this gifts in the life of our brothers and our sisters. That in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that these gifts will begin to have full expression. In the mighty name of Jesus. In our lives daily, let there be full expression given to these gifts. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Present Truth Broadcast with Pastor Maxwell O'Gaga. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would also like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng or call 805 888-7575. Eight 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 seven five seven five. God bless you.